Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Society, flowers after hours, Hampton Court Palace. Yes. Um, thank you so much. Oh, a lovely applause from the gentleman at back. Thank you. So- oh, and this lady. And now, one by one, we'll go around gently <laughs> applauding. Perfect. Perfect. Um, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. We make a podcast called Nobody Panic um, that is all. Oh, thank you so much. Um, but if you've never heard of us, not to worry, uh, it, not to panic. Um, and it's all about how-tos, big how-tos, small how-tos. Sometimes they're about how to get over a heartbreak. Sometimes they're about uh, how to do your tax return, how to drink more water. And we're thrilled to be doing this live from the Royal Hampton Court. I'm joined by my co-host for this evening, um, Ella Risbridger, who is a chef, an author, has written two best-selling cookbooks, uh, Midnight Chicken, and then this year, The Year of Miracles and uh, is an enthusiastic but untalented vegetable grower. Is that fair? I think I have some talent. Some, ta- some talent. I think, and for me, no reasonably talents. untalented. Reasonably I untalented. I want to modify it. For me, no talents whatsoever. Um, and then we're joined by a gardening star. <laughs> star of the gardening world. Star of actual gardener's world. <laughs> Daisy Desire. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, no, thank you for having me. <laughs> you look exquisite. Um, for anyone listening at home, it is the hottest day of the year. It's so hot. It's so hot. We're I'm absolutely so melting. This, um, this fridge back here works, and earlier we all just got in it in an attempt to be a bit cooler. <laughs> Shuffling backwards. And Daisy has been in full drag for 12 hours now. Yeah. So the topic of today's podcast is uh, how to grow vegetables in a small Space. If you're only working with a tiny little bit of garden, a little windowsill, a little box. I've got a car parking space. A car parking space, for example, it's very tricky. So if we kick off by saying, Daisy, what brought you to gardening? Wow, um, I think my gardening journey started about three years ago. I usually say that I went for a breakup, but the most candid story is, especially after a glass of champagne, is I basically, I used to pass the allotments when I used to go to work on the train. And I always used, used to be really, really intrigued to what, what was going on. I'd never put on a gardening glove in my life. Basically, one day I got dumped. And the next day, very hungover, I strolled up to that allotment site and was like, can I have a plot? So I went and got a pair of gardening gloves. And for the first year, I basically killed everything other than a marrow. But I loved it. I absolutely 
loved it so much. You know, I was getting out all the anger, watering with my tears. And, you know, just from that year, I learned so much of getting it wrong. You know, I feel like gardening is such an opportunity to fail. And I really just learned so much from that first year. So from there, I ended up having a very successful second year. I trained as a horticulturalist and I work as a gardener and now I'm also the drag queen gardener. Oh my Fabulous. God. Was your successful second summer the 2020, just doing the maths? The 2020? 2020 when it was very hot. Because um, I had I started gardening in 2020 and okay. I had a very yes. successful Ella, year. Tell people your vegetable gardening journey. Please do. I don't like living in London very much, but also I don't want to live anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that means that I like to pretend that I live somewhere else by having a little garden bit. Gorgeous. It is a car parking space. It's quite ugly, but it is, I think, charming. That, that's the point. Yeah. Because I've tried to get an allotment. This is why I was curious. Okay. Because... I have been on the allotment waiting, waiting list, list for five years, and I've got at least three and a half more to go before Lewisham <laughs> Council will give me an allotment. That is the trouble with trying to get trying to get an allotment in London. It's a huge waiting list. But uh, like you know, this this little car park you've turned into a growing space. You know. Yes, it's, I am not allowed to put things in the middle because my flatmate likes to put a car there. But I can put it around okay. my head. <laughs> Sorry, so it's a it's a working car parking space. Oh, fully, yes. Okay. Okay, it is Great. fully a car park. Um, <laughs> okay, right. Uh, okay. So you, you <laughs> just you co-opted something better. I, I imagined when you said it was a car park. I imagined oh, it, it was the size of a car park. Oh no, <laughs> no. It's okay. a bit so what are you growing on this car? What are you attempting to grow on this car park? Tomatoes, four kinds of tomatoes, Re- three wow. kinds of courgette, some sorrel, some red veined sorrel. Oh, some sorrel. Yeah. Some peas, but the peas and the sugar snap peas are not very successful because we've got a lot of snails. Uh, and I yeah, am very strongly opposed to putting poison down for No, them. of course, but there's always because some natural stuff that you can do with that. What like, can I do? Like, um, I mean, the and general kind... <laughs> I've decided to be the bunny Guinness of this generation, so uh, please, <laughs> the snail question. Well, I, like, to be fair, I mean, broken egg, like, you know, after you've cracked a few eggs and made an omelette, so some broken eggshells, that's always lovely, but at the same time, it doesn't... I always find that's not the most kind of, how do I put it, um, productive way. It doesn't always. I have put some eggshells down. And have you tried copper tape? No. Tell me more. So you can get copper tape where it's from the garden centre hardware. It's like a natural thing, and basically, it almost kind of the slugs and snails don't like it because it almost gives them a minor electric shock. So as soon as they get on it, they're like, oh. And is it a huge issue, the slugs and snails? Is that your main... Well, it is uh, for me. The main bad guy in the garden is the slugs getting your stuff. Oh, the other thing you can do... Um, sorry, I forgot to me. mention this. And maybe this... I don't know if you tried this, but, you know, kind of like brambles and stuff, anything with, like, large fawns, or even if you've got, like, a kind of, you know, a dead um, stem of on a rose or something, chop a bit off, and obviously make, making sure it's not diseased or anything, and layer that round either your container or something, because the slugs and snails will not want to slither over the thorns. So that might be another one, especially if they're brambles, because obviously brambles are everywhere. So that's maybe another one to try. Oh, my God. Like... Um the Great Escape, you know, barbed wire yes, fencing, you know, yeah. but for a slug. Okay, perfect. So we uh, brambles to Amazing. size. Okay, cut them mm-hmm. in. Oh my god! I mean, let's go. I know. And for free. That's <laughs> and, and, and for free. And for free. Well, and exactly. no debt because, because gardening is very dead. expensive. Well, when I first got into gardening, I was like, well, I don't want to spend too much money, so I got all my tools from like you know, Facebook Marketplace or secondhand or from like family members. Um, obviously, now it's, now it's a bit different, um, but. Yeah, when I first started, I didn't want to spend too much money. Mm. And it's like even like my garden shed that I still have. I got it on eBay for like £80 and I, he did it me cheaper because I could go collect it. Fixed it up, a bit lick of paint and there we are. 
What absolute dream. Because um, I think that is such a huge thing, isn't it? That the money, it feels like such a huge um, expense to get the barrier, barrier isn't it? Crisis. That's the, ba- the cost of living crisis, all of these things. Like, it feels like a huge barrier that when you start getting into it, you're like, oh, I need all these bits, I need all this stuff, when really it should be like the most natural thing in the world. To be yeah. And to the thing grow. is, I think you start off thinking it will be cheaper to grow vegetables because people do suggest it to you if you haven't got enough money to buy things that you should grow them. But actually, I have found that every, every bit of vegetable from my garden has been the single most expensive one of the, that vegetable I've ever eaten. So cherry it's cherry tomato. A gentleman there just bellowing, it's true, it's true. That's Daisy, true. I wish I could tell you it all tasted better. Some of it does, and some of it tastes a bit like it's been grown. <laughs> yeah, rubbish, thanks. Thank you, It yeah. tastes rubbish. Sometimes it does. And I, you know, I had a friend who was growing tomatoes on a rooftop in central London, and he did so well, and they looked so beautiful, and all of them tasted like petrol. Potatoes, I'm not 100% sure I can tell. My mum my attempted potatoes. Oh, the, the, the And thing. when she presented... Oh. <laughs> she presented them, and they were about the size of a pea. They were like the, this, like, joke, like, tiny little potatoes. Like, they had just... They were too small. They were too nothing. They were like a doll's potato. When, when did she pull them up? When they were just green? I guess too, yeah, too, too early. Well, this is too, that's the thing, because it's on how the soil. soil. So how do you know? Okay, so the best advice I'd give... It depends. So this is just what I do, and this is what I would recommend. Is your potatoes... Yep. Leave them in there. Okay. You know when they've got that good, strong green stem? Yeah, yeah. Leave that. You don't just okay. leave them in there. Until they'll flower. Leave them. Oh. When they turn brown and start to go, that's when to take them. When the or some leaves start when to turn. Gone, but I take them when they kind of. It's personal. It's so you personal don't pull them up when they're when they've got the flowers on. You leave that. No, 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 no. No flowers. No, because no, no, no. Okay. What about it's that? such a panic, but isn't it? Because you think it's, it's flowering. It's such a panic. You don't want. You don't want to pull it up rotten. You. Look, honestly, Please. the longer you kind of get into gardening, so you learn from your mistakes. But at the same time, like. You, you become more instinctive and get to know, like, different plants and, and, and what you're growing. But in the sense of, like, potatoes, like, they'll tell you on the back of the packet, like, oh, 70 days or 100-something days. You can follow that, but also use your own kind of just instinct and go, actually, do they look like... But that, and that's the thing, like, as time goes on, you, you become more kind of... Okay. Intuitive. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Intuitive. I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because when you know a lot about a subject... I'm a cook, generally. Gardening is a sort of small, tinkering hobby. I did just write a book about it, but it was mostly about gardening as a small tinkering hobby. Um, And I'm always telling people, like, oh, no, you know how to cook. Just when it goes to the correct stage, then you stop. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work for people who are... Bad at cooking. Yeah. 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 I read your cookbook. It, it's like, just trust yourself. And then I do, and I'm, I'm trusting, and then everything I make is dreadful. You know? No, it's like, not. I mean, some of it's quite bad. Yeah. Some of it is. Not <laughs> some of my food's quite bad. So it is, it is that thing when someone's like, you're, but maybe it is just like practice and time. Oh, well, yeah. God. You know, you're, that what you're saying about your first season was a dreadful season. You're like, okay, that, really uh, take heart of that. Well, of being well, like, that's get what better. I mean. That's why I like to kind of tell people, like, look, the first year when I got into gardening, I basically killed everything but one marrow. Okay. And I think that's so important to tell people because now I know what. Don't get me wrong; like I'm not, I'm no expert, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone really is an expert because you're constantly always learning. That's the thing about gardening: there's always something new, there's always something you know more to learn. But like in that first year, I, I, you know, I'm someone who knows a lot more about gardening now than when I did in that first year where I killed everything. Yeah. So I don't think like I think that's the thing: you can never be too hard on yourself. And I think use that opportunity of failure to learn something about why. So, okay, so your potatoes didn't work out or, you know, um, your strawberries didn't work out or, you know, or the tomatoes were tasting a petrol. That's an opportunity to learn why that happened mm-hmm. and how you can improve that and what to do next. And also, 
Like, don't ever get disheartened when something dies. For, for God's sake, like, things die, you can grow them again. You know, I feel like people get yeah. so disheartened and intimidated when it's kind of, you know, oh my God, like, I, I, it's dead. And they're like, well, darling, that's life. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, in terms of, like, growing, like, vegetables and stuff like that, um, I'd go with stuff, like, that's really, really easy and quick, you know, quick rewards, like lettuces and stuff. Yeah. Would you radishes, radishes what would you easy. say is if for somebody who's been badly burnt by the garden experience and is very poor at it I, I tried once a spring onion I heard that if you just put that in the soil yeah, after you've nice. cooked it it'll grow again did it? And it oh yes but so big and so <laughs> almost sort of sexual that I was quite <laughs> I was quite I was quite scared of it and I couldn't really so it just kept growing and growing and growing and I just was too overwhelmed by it oh. until it just grew back down again and died and then once I tried to grow a leek yes and that again that amazing sort of like you're about to throw the end of the leek in a bin if you put it in water it'll start going again unbelievable Um, put it on the windowsill to get some sun eaten by a bird immediately eaten by a bird so I was so disheartened by the whole experience I was like well that's that then forget it so what would you say is you're like you've been badly burnt by the experience everything's dead or you're like I haven't got much space what is your like absolute beginner what should we start with as a you know we can't kill it it's it's easy it's looking after itself I think if you're so disheartened I think if I'm really honest I'd be like well just get a grip and try again (laughs) (laughs) okay number one get a grip seriously gardening isn't supposed to be like it's it if you if your view if you're getting so disheartened by gardening, then I think you need to like realize that actually like enjoy what you're doing as well. Like that that space that you do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, this kind of like that's three hours that you spent tinkering around in that car park of yours around your friend's car, like <laughs> boxing the car you, in. <laughs> you have not spent like that three hours watching Netflix, and, and I bet you actually you you lose yourself into it. Oh. God, that's nice. Very moving. Isn't I it? thought you were going to say marrow or something, but you've screw the much, marrow. The screw the marrow. marrow. What do you do with it once it's done? No, but that's such a lovely exactly. answer about being like, did you find joy in the experience? Exactly. And if you didn't, then what you're doing, sort of rolling uphill here, it's, it's not going to make you. You know, you're not making money out of this thing. Yeah. It's got to be a joyful experience, and you've got to enjoy it and being with the earth and you know all of this sort of stuff. Oh, you're so right. Okay, I'm really inspired. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, okay. So the other thing I'd also do is. Grow Grow like some sort of like flowers with what you're growing in terms of like crops and, and, and edible stuff because also you can you can you know enjoy that whilst you're waiting for the stuff to grow. But in terms of trying new to get into gardening, what I would really advise for you now is have a look around at what your neighbours are doing. Have a look around, okay. like, you know, around the street or even on Instagram. Try and get ideas. See what you like. See what you don't like, and see what just inspires you to kind of try next year. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
The trouble is, even when it's kind of, you know when it's, it's not been exactly sunny, but it's been like windy or something. Plants dry out, but we, we, we forget about that, especially if you're a new gardener. So that's the sort of thing. Also, don't water every day. That's water a lot, but irregularly. What is this a lot, but irregularly? What is that? So, like, not so every give day. it a good drench. Does your container have holes in the bottom? Yes. Okay, so water it to the point where you can start to see the water coming out the bottom. Okay. And then just leave it till it's like somewhat dry. Uh, yeah, yes. Okay. And then, okay. And, and then, then go again. again. Yeah, it's better to do that rather than just like keep constantly watering and stuff. So much thing about this watering thing is no one knows what to do and knows how to do it correctly. No one knows how to do water plants. No one knows how to water plants. And then you know you get a succulent and then it's like, oh, I killed it. Every time it looked dry, it was actually drowning. And then I was like, forget it. I'm not doing any more of this. You know. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, also, if you get a certain plant, just give it. It's so simple to give it a Google and see like, is that a plant? To say like hydrangeas. I presume like hydrangeas. We know why are you rangers. saying it like that? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> hydrangeas. Because a you. bird you... stole your leak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so are you asking if I have any they, hydrangeas? They love like damp, dark soil, but people would like go and straight and put that in the front of a border and it won't do as well. Ah, so, so do they look very I mean. lovely? Is that why? Yeah. They look thirsty. What I'm trying to get to is if you Google that plant, and then you know, like, oh, does that prefer more damp conditions? Then you know that it needs to be more watered. Okay, just being really specific about what exactly does this plant need? You know, where does it yeah, need to go? So does it want to be in the dark? Does it need to, to be in the... E yes, please easier, make it easy. Yeah. Water, um, like, oh my God. Water irregularly and a lot. Okay. But if you're more concerned about a certain plant or a plant does not look like it's performing the way you want it to, mm -hmm. and you're starting to get a bit disheartened, just crack open a book or just at least Google why okay then you can like figure out how to kind of repair that mistake okay you know I, I do I think it's just about experiments really it's just about you know just seeing if you can get it right my experiments have been if I put this in a pot and leave it outside and the rain waters it irregularly will it grow and the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> so Tessa yes. have you succeeded at anything in Absolutely, in my life. No, I'm in plant. <laughs> so <laughs> mean. Um, yeah, I have succeeded. At, no, in a plant way. Yes. No. God, no. Um, genuinely, <laughs> no, genu th things have grown, but not that I asked to grow. Other areas of my life have been <laughs> moderately successful, but I think, like I, uh, it, you know, I, I've never managed to grow anything successfully. I did the once attempt one of those, like you can grow your own avocado tree on Pinterest, and it was like step one: put a cocktail stick through it. Step two, put it in a glass of water. Step three, wait 12 years. <laughs> and I was like, I right, well, that's the, the end of that. Stick. No. Yeah. It's that's why it takes so long. I, yeah, it's so hard to get the cocktail stick through as well. And then you balance it. And then also, where do you put it when it's balancing? In, 12 years in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah, you just leave it there for 12 years. I mean, that's the thing about why it's so absurd. And that's when you lose, you know, lose. But you're so right. Like, I just need to... I just need to commit. Just show just up. Commit. Just, just commit. commit. See what happens. I yeah. mean, you don't need egg of the land to live your best horticultural life. Oh my god, you're so you're so right. I'm so good at this. You're, so, <laughs> you're so good at this, and you're you're so you're right about this inspiring thing. But rather than being like, what's the easy thing to do? Just being like, pick, pick something well, and, and is, show up for it. Well, this is what I get oh, kind no. of like annoyed about what in I'm, terms of I'm like the, the kind of like horticulture industry in general. It's like, why don't we just like rip away that intimidation so people mm. feel like they, it, our gardening is more accessible for everyone and just, just to even try you know? well it does feel so 
it does feel so much that it's something that is inaccessible. You know, yeah. it does definitely feel like you're like, oh, I've, oh gosh, not for me. You know, it's like, of course, that should be for that should be for everyone. Yeah, and it's like when people go, oh, I've got so many weeds, I can't do anything, and it almost like gets feels like it's getting on top of you. Everyone has weeds. I have weeds. Like, come on. And also, like, it depends if you enjoy it or not. But like, I like spending twenty hours, twenty twenty like hours just weeding. Is twenty that, hours a day. Twenty hours. Twenty hours. Four hours of sleep. There's a bench like, at the train station no. when I walked in, and it was. I don't have time. It said to, a to weed is just time. a flower in the wrong place. Exactly. Like, what is it? Lovely. Someone said something to me once, and I thought, oh god, like get a grip. And I was like, they were like, oh, you know, one person's weed is another person's flower. And I thought, yes, that is true. But at the same time, like, they're, they're in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> get them out. How like, do you know? Well, like, which is which? I mean, I, I, I'm horticulturally trained, so I sort of can identify them. But how would you suggest an idiot identify them? Oh, well, no one's an idiot. I, I think that, like... I, do you mm. know what? If you do like it... <laughs> I do. Leave it be. Unless it's quite an invasive one. I was just going to say, just because we're coming close to the end, just in case there was any questions for Daisy, and if there's not, I, right. I have another one, but just in case any of you had a, a gardening... Have you ever grown asparagus? And then very enthusiastically she said, I want to grow asparagus. Do you? So, um, very bougie asparagus. I personally have never grown it. Um, and the reason being is because it's a biennial, so it takes like two years to kind of actually... Like oh. you sow it, but you wait for two years for it to come out. I, I am a patient person, but I. Uh, so on my allotment, I've reduced the size, so I don't really have as much space as I used to. So they're like, well, I, I, no. But like, I, w- I would recommend it if you have the space and definitely grow. It. I mean, I don't see why not. It's it's lovely and it tastes apparently so much better when you do grow it. Don't be intimidated by it. I mean, seriously, it, it's just. It's just gardening, you know? It, it's just gardening. Oh, I've got one more question. It's just Please. Yeah. Question. What's the quickest way to make a garden look nice? Paint, paint your shed and have nice... Well, do you know what? Um, well, you know, it says, so because annuals, you're starting from annu- nothing and it takes so long. You go into beautiful gardens and you think they've been working for years on this and mm. you can tell. Well, yeah. What's the quickest way to make it look like you've put some thought so Bang for your buck. Okay, okay. Exactly. So Grandma's term, coming round. We've got to make term, it nice. buy things like perennials. So perennials are... Okay, so the difference is so an annual is something that you'll grow for a year and it has a lifespan of one year. Perennials are ones dead, that have never coming three back. plus. Dead, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the end. So like R. sunflowers. R. Sunflowers like... Yeah, after this... What season, a waste like, of time. Gone. Gone. <laughs> but they're gorgeous. But that's gorgeous. when you grow them. For that, you know, it's, oh my God, they're gorgeous. And then they're like, oh, gone. But then you grow them again next year. So but they're a perennial like, or an annual? They're an annual. Uh, annual. But a perennial is someone that, something that you buy and it has um, three years plus. Yeah. Perennial has three years plus. Yeah. Okay, so get, let's get some perennials in. Is that what you're yes. saying? Yeah. yeah. So perennial. So in terms of like, because they'll just get bigger... Um, whether it's kind of like a salvia or a geum or even like a hydrangea, but obviously it does need like damp. Damp. Dark I know salt. this now. But um, in terms of, yeah, so in terms of that, but also I would just try, if you want it to look pretty in terms of like quite quickly. Yes, like fast pretty. So even stuff that has longevity, so stuff like like marigolds and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, got a, they get a bit of a bad rap because they're like, apparently they're quite an old fashioned plant, but I absolutely love them because they're, Vibrant colours. Oh my god, calendulas. You need some calendulas. <laughs> like calendulas. Oh my god, they're these gorgeous, vibrant or- orange flowers. They're actually somewhat related to marigold, if I remember correctly. Um, they're self seeding, so they'll come back every year. You don't need to worry about them. They literally will just I keep coming this. back. And they're just go- 
gorgeous. Calendula. 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 Fabulous orange flowers, and also um, apparently the petals are edible, and you can dry out. You would love this. You can dry out um, the petals and use them in like soaps and balms and stuff like that. Oh my god! Fabulous gardening for everything. I'm so and glad that you've like correctly identified me as a person who would love that. And correctly oh identified god. that that is beyond my and abilities. In terms of your peas, <laughs> yeah. right? In terms of your peas. Speak so, to me. So other pests, the pests are getting to them, yeah. I well, I believe so. There's only two left. Okay, so there's a thing called like companion planting. So basically, it's where you plant like two things, whether they're they can be you know anything from crops and flowers and everything, and they work together in unison. So this can be beneficial to things like um, like crop protection, like from pests. They can in invite a lot of beneficial things like you know bees and pollinators. But they and also like there's a whole range of things. But what I'm trying to get to is if you plant um, some nasturtiums. Okay. So nasturtiums are fabulous for growing up things, but they're also great ground cover if you have weeds. Um, and basically, um, nasturtiums, like, they kind of, they attract the aphids, which are probably attacking your peas, possibly. And basically, they, they, they eat the nasturtiums. It's kind of like, you know, they'll take the, the aphids rather than the peas. That, well, that's kind of what you have oh, to have. Oh, okay. Like a, a pawn. A pawn in chest. They, they are a pawn A sacrificial plant. Yeah, they are. Gorgeous. Yeah, a sacrificial plant. Great. Yes. And they look nice as well, because they're flowers. Oh, they're, they're doing the Lord's work. work. Gardening is fabulous. Are there any vegetables? Since we're on vegetables Please. in a small space. Are there any, any vegetables, vegetables that, that mostly look after themselves? Apart from the water. Um, I mean, I personally don't like radishes, so I don't grow them, but radishes are so, are, are so kind of easy to grow. Again, if you, if you have a small space, it's, it's like having things that have quick turnovers, like salads, are, are really, really good. But when you also, say quick turnover, how quick are we talking? Uh, For a salad. Depends, but like in terms of like, even, do you know what? Even if, okay, as much as I advise you to go and get, you know, grow stuff from seed, which is, which is just as easy. If you buy like little kind of lettuce, I like buy pot, the little ones. Yeah, I, I thought you did. That's what I'm talking. Like that, 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 that it's, it, they're pretty easy. Like within like a couple of weeks, you'll have a fabulous lettuce. But you've got to make sure to water them, of course, and don't let them dry Maybe out. Maybe I'm not watering bowl. them enough. They are um, very spindly still. You know, they've got that sort of slightly. Give them a water. Understood. Give them a goddamn water. Like, Give the stuff from want. high. So like you can like the certain tomatoes you can grow from like containers up above. That's the thing. When you have a garden, you've got to use all the space, even like vertically as well. People forget about that. It's not just the ground. You can use the world. Hang on, hang on. The world. Okay. <laughs> I can put a tomato in a hanging basket. Yes. Well, there's, will it grow down there are or will varieties. it go up? You can get they, they, they grow down. And it's, it's exactly right. the same thing about strawberries as well. You can put them on drain pipes on the walls and everything. Oh my god. Oh my god. And you've potatoes, just blown this you can, wide open. You can put uh, potatoes. Car you can parking put space in a, goes up as well as oh, down. Yes. Well, like well, potatoes. You can go in like in compost bags for bags, peat-free, of course. Um, but basically, you can just grow them in the bag and just keep like. Um, oh my god, I'm losing the bag. My, okay. Like, yeah, keep topping keep them up, over. Keep the topping them soil. up. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to have a huge space literally to live your like best horticultural life. Like you can live your gardening dream wherever you are. It I feel like we need, need to be, more on the strawberries and drain pipes. Business. Yes, well, if you do that, they do need, they need to make sure they do have a good water. But has okay. anyone ever tried that? Has anyone like grown like strawberries in a drain pipe or like of a certain height? Hanging basket, who said that? Yes, yes, Where, you. What you put in your hanging basket? Strawberries. Strawberries, Strawberries. exactly. So easy in so many ways. I should write a book. Oh <laughs> like, my God, you 100% should. <laughs> small, small tips for small spaces. I genuinely think we could sit here and hang out all evening, but I'm so aware there is another podcast coming up um, after us that we have to we have to draw this to the end. Just yeah. some food for thought. Food for thought to take us home. If you, if you go out into your garden, say like a week later after you planted something and it's not looking like too great, just think, well, how much time have I spent outside in my own garden? 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. None of it is wasted time. Exactly. None it's, of it was a loss. You hung out with your plants in the garden, space. having a nice time. Exactly. A garden is also your space that you're growing for yourself, you know? Oh, wonderful. We too can grow <laughs> with the plants. We too. Uh, okay, okay. I feel so genuinely inspired, and I've always felt this Thank was you. really beyond my capabilities. But now that I feel like it's less like a, what, was, what did you do that was successful, and where's your... Basically, that nice, that lovely old gentleman who always has his massive onion, you know? There's a picture on the internet of a man with a massive yes, onion. Yes, the big fruit. <laughs> the big fruit and his big marrow carrying and stuff. And I, so I'm always yes. like, well, if you didn't grow that, then you've sort of failed. But there is no real, like success and failure in gardening it's simply like did you have a nice time Absolutely. did you make something well, you'll did never you... grow an onion and it's so you'll communal. never grow an onion so... it's so communal and everyone's hanging out and god if you look over, i don't know if you have a neighbor or something growing something or a friend or and you see something you're like oh my god i really like that how do i grow that or when did i go wrong with this like oh and everyone just wants to chat and give you their tips always. and say and say hang a basket copper pipe we're all in copper tape sorry no try copper pipe maybe that'll work i don't know maybe i'm the experimental copper pipe gardener and I'll be back I'll be um, thank you all so much thank for joining you. us thank you everybody to been listening nice. at home I've, it's been so nice so thank you ever so much for coming down to join us thank you to my amazing uh, co-host Ella thank you for having me thank it's you for lovely. coming it's been lovely we're, we're wearing matching florals you can't see at home but it looks nice um, uh, Ella's cookbooks are in the shops uh, in all the shops everywhere you can possibly imagine uh, Midnight Chicken and The Year of Miracles they're both really wonderful and also if you are a new cook or you're t- or you're t- I was going to say you're tired but that's not it but if you're if you're tired if you're tired, if you're tired if you're tired or a beginner or anything they're a perfect way to ease you in it's like anyone can do it um, and similarly uh, Daisy Desire is over on Instagram at the drag queen gardener oh, you know, drag queen Co- underscore gardener Dra- no the strike the the but we are like, the drag queen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, confusing for me it's strike well. the the like uh, Justin Timberlake in the social network lose the the you know <laughs> uh, such a specific reference about the Facebook movie okay drag Drag queen underscore gardener. You can also find her on Gardener's World. Garden, uh, Gardener's <laughs> Question Time. Uh, maybe. In the future. Uh, on her own podcast. On her own hit things. In her own book that's coming I know, out. Never know. I might have an own gardening, my own gardening show. Her own gardening show. show. Oh, add yes. couture to Try your manure. Add couture to your manure. And on that, the Royal Hampton Court. Royal Horticultural Society. <laughs> have an amazing night. This has Whoa. been No Big Panic. Thank you so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and... Oh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs>